0: And I just immediately like had this feeling of like I'm I don't wanna be like other horny people in this store. Like I was like, I didn't wanna be I didn't want him to know that I was that you were horny. No. He can't know that I'm secretly so, so horny.
1: Welcome back to Not For Everyone. We're an existential commentary podcast hosted by a hater and a lover. The hater needs to be more on screen, so I'm going to go like those. (laughs) We kind of look like twins.
0: Yeah, we do. Do we not? Wait, this is so much (laughs) visual content for our podcast.
1: Okay, hi. We're on YouTube. We're in the same room. That's why this is happening. Yeah, Yeah,
0: very rare occasion that we get to record... Uh, session number two in the same room. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, I'm in D.C. I was surprising my mom for her birthday. She she doesn't cry. She's not a crier. I don't know where I got that in my family, but she was very touched, and it was very worth it. Um, so yeah, I try to come here as much as I can to sit on your couch and yeah. just feel cozy.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah. It's so sweet. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going out later tonight with Prince Abby. Prince Abby. Edits. We're
1: all gonna wear the same pants are we yeah
0: okay cool okay, I can't good. wait um, how are you babes I'm so good yeah. yeah what am I I'm a little sleepy I've had one of those weeks where I don't first of all I'm accomplishing nothing but I felt very busy I don't feel like I'm keeping up with anything right but I have nothing to show for myself I know
1: those weeks yeah those are healthy weeks I would say
0: interesting thing to say yeah go on
1: I think it's healthy to like just do nothing and produce nothing sometimes you don't have to produce anything you just have to be
0: yeah but I don't feel like I'm chilling
1: oh. I feel like I'm
0: drowning but I'm dr- <laughs> I'm drowning usually I say like almost every week I'm drowning first of all and usually I'm drowning because like the workload is too much but this time I'm drowning just because I'm in the water and I refuse to kick mm. I'm doing nothing you're choosing it I'm choosing does to that drown. feel better
1: I love choice. (laughs) I love choice. I said that at the gym the other day. My trainer has started to do this thing where he kind of gives us a, like, choose your own adventure. He's like... Do you want to do two rounds of this part of the workout or two rounds of this part of the workout? That's a
0: tactic to use with toddlers when, like, when they don't want to take a nap, and so you give them two bad options. You say, "Do you want to clean up your room or do you want to take a nap?" And then they feel like they're choosing. The
1: wow, nap. that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. But and I literally said, "I love this new choose-your own adventure thing, Holden. Like, I love choice." And then everyone thought I was making a statement on abortion, which right. I was. So, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Practice. Um, uh, yo, I have so many notes from whatever the fuck this last two weeks Thank has God. been yeah. since recording. Because we
0: took the week off. In that time, as I've said, I took the time to do nothing. I have no notes. I have almost nothing to say. Perfect. Great. That's the way I like you. Just, <laughs> just
1: bare bones. I do think that some people thought we went on vacation together because of what I posted on Instagram. (laughs) If you don't follow us on Instagram, not for everyone pod, number four is in there. Um, I posted this like postcard. I've been getting really into the AI generated photography and art stuff.
0: What tools are you using?
1: So I use Dolly, which I learned from your, you did a video where you showed us Milk. Milk, milk milkmaids DJing. Milkmaids DJing. Yeah. Oh, I want
0: to give a quick shout out to that. If okay. you watch the bathroom makeover on YouTube, um, I did a little art project where I, AKA I just like spent a bunch of money on an AI image generator <laughs> and making hundreds and hundreds of images of Milkmaids DJing. Oh, So yeah. you spent like 30 bucks. No, no, no. You can do like 115 images for per- free. For free. And then you have to start paying. I paid a lot.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um it, it was like it was like days, days and days of perfecting it. Of perfecting Milkmaid's DJing. I couldn't even show them all in the video. Um <laughs> But then there's this funny like semi-separation between the podcast audience who knows about what is DJ and the YouTube audience. I just never brought it up on YouTube because I like I wanna protect like if you know you know. Right. You're in the podcast and then I get like a few comments on that video that were like, What is DJ? I love it. I was wondering. I loved those comments. I
1: noticed all of this. Like, as an avid YouTube watcher of yours, I noticed, like, oh, she's purposely not saying everything about the DJ backstory
0: because there are certain things that are just for the kooks. If you don't show up, to the pod to kook, then I'm not gonna tell you what you missed. No, you, no, absolutely not. You gotta show up to kook. You
1: have the option, and they had an extra week to come listen if they wanted to. I okay. hope they did. Um, yeah, people thought we went on vacation together because I generated this like postcard of us frolicking in front of like a beautiful Hawaiian landscape, and we did not. We will one day. We didn't, but no. Oh, okay. We didn't. What have I been doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this. We've been on a remote vacation together where we just text and we're like, "Hey, did you like?" Wake up today, okay, talk to you in two weeks. <laughs> right
0: before right before Jess came over this afternoon, I was like, Oh, she was what were you texting me? She was telling something about pants, something cute. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta go masturbate real quick. You did. Yeah. How I, was it? Um, it was it was it's, so it was very time sensitive. As you, you seemed said, flustered it, when was, I came in. <laughs> it was an emergency. Not an emergency. I seemed flustered. <laughs> A little hot. It was an emergency, not not in the way of like, um, like if I don't jerk off right now, I'm gonna come in the middle of my living room. <laughs> but just like I, I was feeling so um worked up, and I didn't want to go because we're going out later tonight, and I didn't want to go out horny. It's it's a rela-
1: Masturbation is like a relaxation, calming technique totally. for sure. Self soothing Yeah, it's self soothing. It's like things are pent up, whether it's horniness. It's you. I mean, there has to be some horniness, but there's also like I feel like it's a stress relief to masturbate. Violence. Yeah, you know, violence. It's like there's pent up shit. I totally understood <laughs> what you meant by that text emergency masturbation. I was like, this happens. It's an this
0: emergency definitely happens. Like, You've got to stop texting me for a minute. I,
1: gotta go. I know, and I was like, I love that this is time sensitive because I feel like that makes it better. I feel like it makes sex better too, actually. And then
0: you were like, I'm happy to contribute because it was time sensitive. I'm happy, or you're like, yeah. love love the time pressured. Time masturbation pressured. sesh and then you're like happy to contribute and I was like wow Jess is kind of getting me off in this moment I'm now. part of
1: it I have to be part of everything that's a disease that I have I have to be part of everything um
0: why did I bring that up oh I think I was just talking about, just talking about- texting each other updates yeah that was my update for you I'll let
1: you know next time I do a time pressure oh yeah mast session. yeah
0: or if it's <laughs> or if you feel like you have too much time at your leisure, te- let me know. And I can come up with something to time box you. Oh, I anything? Yeah. Like a cooking challenge. Wait, what? Do you mean a
1: masturbation related thing or no, anything? No, no, no. Not
0: something you have to do to yourself, but I'll, I think I'll be like... A cooking challenge. I'll be like, fine, you have to call me in 20 minutes. We have a meeting in oh, 20 minutes. okay, meetings. <laughs> yeah. Got
1: it, got it. No, I thought you were going to set up like a chopped challenge for me. <laughs> That's the first thing my head went <laughs> to. <laughs> like, oh, you have too much time. Go to your pantry and find like flour and chocolate chips and like... Sardines, I don't keep those in and my then pantry. Masturbate? And make a meal. No, oh, we
0: nothing what? to do with
1: masturbation. You're a
0: real freak. Just... I don't
1: know. I'm coming in with a lot of weird energy today. Totally. We didn't go on a vacation together, was the point of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check that off my list of things to talk about. Is that
0: something you wanted to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I have a really random question. Okay. Sounds weird. Do you, you're going to know, it's going to be a yes or no based on this very vague question. And Good. either you're going to know what I'm talking I've about or you're not.
0: I've never given a yes or no answer in my life. Try me. Do you play the game? No. <gasps> I don't know what that
1: is. Okay. So there's a game that I'm, I play and now by telling you you're going to start playing Fuck. and everybody's going to start playing. Fuck. It's a game that you play in your head. The only rule oh, of the okay. game. Okay, I do know. You do play the game. No, I
0: don't fucking play the game. I've heard of the game. How, did you, sir, how did you get out of it? I've been trapped in this for 20 years. Because <laughs> there's so much there's so much mayhem in my mind. Anything can get lost in there.
1: So you truly forget that you're playing I the game. I truly
0: forgot. I'm not playing the game. Yeah, I truly forget. Okay. Okay, so explain the rules okay, of the game. Okay, okay, okay. Explain the rules of the game. The only rule of
1: the game is that you can't remember that you're playing the game. And as soon as you remember, you lost.
0: So I'm always winning.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I have
0: heard of this game. Yeah, so I, I completely forgot. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. I play the game too. I remember like a few times a year. My best friend Kai and I will text each other when we remember to ruin it for the other person. I fucking hate this. It's it's a nightmare. Can I? It's torture.
0: Yeah, I hate this. I That's self inflicted. I hate I hate this.
1: Well, <laughs> welcome back. You just lost because I reminded you, and it resets. You know, in time. When you forget again, it resets and then you're playing it again and then you'll remember in like six months and you'll text me.
0: Infinite opportunities to lose at something, basically. (laughs) Why would you engage in this? I don't know. I started playing in high school. But you can or middle also, school, even? But the, you're acting like there's no way out. Like you. Can, no, there's no way out, you Caroline. Can, you can just decide that this isn't a game. And, I can't. And when you think of it, it's just like a thought you have, and it's not a fucking game. No, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I don't know how that would work. I, I, tru- I truly see no way out. A few there's seconds no path ago, forward. A few seconds ago, you said you love choice. I feel like there's a no choice. Here.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to check because I ask people when I remember it, and I'm like with other people, right. I ask them. Yeah. Do you also play this? And I get a mixed bag. I feel like the only people I've met who play it are from this area. And when you say met who play it, it's like
0: who know about it?
1: Yeah, who know about it. But I feel if you know about it, you're playing it.
0: Okay. Respectfully, it's (laughs) it's asinine.
1: (laughs) Respectfully. I know. It's just one of those like boyish. It's like, you know David Dobrik? I do. I feel like it's that type of guy yeah that lives within each of us <laughs> there's a different percentage
0: in each of us there's a tiny David there's Dover, a tiny David fucking Dover. annoying the shit out little, of little like
1: prankster guy who's like haha if you remember you're playing the game then you lose and that is in me like 5% nasty and that's the part of me that's like trapped in this forever
0: okay yeah okay
1: you don't have to be I guess I cause th- choice
0: I think I do cho- I do choice my way out of it all right, Fine. Next, next bullet point. <laughs> Check. Oh, I was going to say, I have like a little anecdote. Eh. A little okay. silly thing.
1: Tell us about it.
0: I went to, this, this episode is immediately feeling a little PG-13. I'm going to say, this is a little <laughs> PG-13.
1: Masturbation right up top. Yeah,
0: I've just been having a, a sexy week. Um, but I went a week ago to replace my sex toys which I I'm ha- so excited. Which I hadn't done in like a long time. They were like, I like don't know, I don't know how embarrassing this, but like things were broken, right, and like falling apart. <laughs> I was just like, how long do you think them. it had been? Um, several several years. Okay, I feel like that's not good. Okay, no, I
1: don't know what's normal.
0: I replace mine. Don't. Not that I
1: don't, I don't know. Yeah. Every couple years.
0: Let's just say something was supposed to. I don't know. It's, they're just not working. Yeah, I was like falling apart. It's and were you using apart.
1: them broken still? Okay, totally, totally. okay, okay. Gets the job done. So did you go to a shop? So or? I went
0: to a sex shop. Um, and for some reason when I walked in there, first of all, like I don't know about how, like how chill the rest of y'all are, but <laughs> I'm not. <saying laughs> and I walked in immediately nervous, of course, which I kind of feel like most people are in a sex shop, and. I'm not, like, so fucking liberated. I'm a prisoner to my body, obviously. Sure. I'm not a, a prisoner, prisoner to the game. Yeah, to the game. <laughs> Different games play. Not fucking liberated. Either. I get it. As soon as I walked into the sex shop and felt so nervous, I immediately, like, my second thought was, like, oh, I don't want to be like everybody else. And I was, like, and then I wanted so hard to act chill and act cool when I went to, like, interact with the sweet you know, little gay man, he was very small, behind the counter of the sex shot to talk to him about like different toys and whatever. I needed some guidance. And I just immediately like had this feeling of like I'm I don't want to be like other horny people in this store. Like I was like I didn't want to be I didn't want him to know that I was that you were nervous. horny. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can't know that I'm secretly so, so horny. <laughs> I didn't want him to know that I was square. I wanted him to think I was a real pervert. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I was like I don't I don't want to be seen cuz I I can I only see imagine. What you're you know when you work, I don't know if you ever worked retail or like in a restaurant? Or something, and, like, you just, you see hundreds of people, customers, whatever it is, coming in every day, and, like, everybody acts the same, and everybody thinks they're special, Mm. and you're just like, yup, it's, like, this person again, or, like, everybody comes into the sex, I just had this vision of, like, them behind the counter being, like, yeah, everybody comes into the sex shop, like, first they, like, try not to look at those dildos, and then, like, they make a comment about this thing, and then they giggle about that, and, like, you know what, everyone's jerking off, just be chill about it, and I wanted to just be the chill person. Okay. Um... And, which was so immediately stupid. First of all,
1: As soon as you're going in with an identity that you're going to play, not you're not chill, chill at not all. Not chill.
0: <laughs> yeah. A completely false identity of who I am as I buy yeah. sex toys. Okay,
1: be this way. Yeah. Like, that's never a good start, but okay. No,
0: I just, yeah, I immediately was just like, I just wanted him to think I'm a chill pervert instead of like a fucking nervous whatever. And, um, and then continue to have, and then, you know, I was like talking to him about toys and trying to feel like all... Like unbothered and like, well, I just do this every day, just like you do. We both just do this, and talk about this every day. <laughs> you know right? what I you mean? You know, Kevin. <laughs> and in the meanwhile, he's talking to me about like, well, this one's a clit sucker, and I was just trying to be so chill, yeah, um, that I wasn't. And I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 tell me more. What's that mean?
1: <laughs> What's the clit? Where is
0: that?
1: <laughs> um, did you come out with some good goods?
0: Yeah, I um, anything
1: that you branched out on? Or did you, like,
0: was Um, the goal
1: to be chill and be kinky? And be chill about being kinky? Or was the goal to be chill and also still get, like, your square stuff you always get?
0: Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to give too many of my secrets away. Okay, fine. I'm going to keep some stuff close to the chest. (laughs) That's
1: fine, that's fine, that's fine. (laughs)
0: That's how chill I am. (laughs) But, um, really I needed just replacements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I couldn't decide, so I went with two immediately hated one and so it's dead me and the other is I'm done yeah great yeah it was pretty cool
1: I have two I have two go-to's and they're pretty standard I would think and I don't really like one of them either right I really just go to the other one
0: do you but you sometimes use the one you don't like
1: no I like haven't used it since the first or second time you
0: just let it sit there on the shelf it just sits there
1: and it's like if other people ask what I have, I can be like, I have two. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not just one. I'm a chill pervert. I'm a
1: chill pervert. Yeah. So oh, I God. under, I do understand. I do relate. Wait,
0: what was the second thing?
1: Okay, so I have. I don't mind telling.
0: If you, oh better. yeah, if you want to. Tell
1: yeah, me. yeah. So. The second thing is one of the ones that's like just for the clit, and it's like really
0: small, and, and it kind like of no, looks like a. What's it called? Or no, a bullet. It looks like a bullet. A bullet. But fucking. Why are they calling it a bullet? Shoot me in the clit. Yeah, right. why? You're so right. Don't like it. Um. Yeah, it's a Makes bullet, me feel like and you're it kind of looks like it. Kuka.
1: It kind of like comes to a point and has like a weird pad on it, like a finger? Yeah, that, like was, to what the, a that finger. was what
0: the clit sucker looks like. Okay, it yeah. does not
1: do any sucking. I've been curious about those, but I don't have one. Okay. Um, so it's just
0: like a little toothbrush. I don't. Audience.
1: This thing doesn't do anything for me. The speeds are wrong. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like not enough surface area or something.
0: Never is. I just spot. First of all, some of these sex toys, I'm like, where is my clit supposed to be? Right. That's not where it is. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, the maybe, shape. In the shape. I thought you were gonna say the shame. The, the shape. Shame. The shame of the shape of it. I was like, the shame of the why shape. Why is that weird? It is for some people
1: well like the ones that have the um the bunny ears i That's never understand my- I-
0: they're flying way above where my body and is. And splitting it. And this very the target's very narrow. It's just like the top of my vulva at yeah. that point. I feel like it's I'm standing at a dartboard and someone's like a little bunny is hammering away at like a corner on like the bottom right wall completely <laughs> off of the dartboard. It just
1: like it just is one of those little toys that like you set you Wind like up. twist. Yeah and then it just runs into a corner and like keeps running into that corner the wrong corner. But that
0: continues to be one of the best sellers as told me by Sweet Little Man clerk. I don't get store. it. I
1: I think that that's what's fed to us, like, by the media, by, I don't know, on movies, where the fuck, Big Rabbit,
0: Big Rabbit Lobby, (laughs) yeah, by Bugs Bunny himself, (laughs) and, first of all, Bugs Bunny is so hot, did you have a big crush on Bugs Bunny?
1: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) I always thought Bugs Bunny was really hot. Oh,
1: my crush was, I think I've talked about this, Max Goof my
0: cartoon crush yeah Goofy's son (laughs) his son okay
1: he's kind of
0: sexy i thought you were calling goofy by like his christian name (laughs) max goof
1: no my cartoon crush was max goof my original one was aladdin which no one can debate like sexiest guy not
0: for me are you kidding the best too sweet no listen it's gonna be it's gonna be um who was that like little ghost boy that used to be on disney channel Danny Casper? No, Danny. <laughs> Danny. Okay, wait. Cartoon. You know who I'm talking uh, about? Oh yeah, I do. Danny, not Danny DeVito. Fa- Danny Phantom. That guy's hot. Fucking. <laughs> that, that guy's hot. Well, that guy's like twelve, probably. He has gray hair, <laughs> well, and thick eyebrows. Are we? Are we Which is a vibe. Bought? Are we butterflies if he's a cartoon? Yes, actually, I think we are. What I think we are uh, we uh, oh cartoons uh, cartoons are hot they're like, ageless but I was saying I feel like he's a child card. that's like a
1: tween yeah so is Max Goof he's a high schooler but when you were Max
0: Goof <laughs> were- oh, I liked him when I was also that age okay, it was but appropriate Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny is an adult he's and that, ageless that is a man <laughs> oh, oh my god what is it about him um he's <laughs> he's like he's very deadpan he's a little mean. He's super suave and sexy. Okay. Did I say mean? I yeah. get it. As
1: soon as you said mean, I was as like, okay, I understand mean. why she's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the sweet nerdy ones. That's why Max Goof, different Aladdin, jokes, different yeah, jokes. like the ones who are just like
0: <laughs> Max Goof.
1: not popular amongst the ladies, but like That's I would take them in. So That's funny. the energy for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where were we before this? Oh, funny.
0: Big bunny, bunny dildo. Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> bunny vibrators.
1: They don't work. They don't work.
0: It actually is what I ended up going with, I will say. But I've been using it a weird way. Okay, that's the thing. You know more I details. use them. You know more details? I also use my vibrator,
1: like the traditional wand vibrator, in a weird way. Yeah. In multiple weird ways.
0: Okay. I think we did a good job here. <laughs> Moving, on. Moving on.
1: Petty complaint. Calling things. Hacks that are not hacks.
0: Okay. Yeah. i Such as
1: yeah, buying storage containers for your bathroom. I saw an Instagram reel where this person was like, I have a hack for you guys. Buy these containers to put your makeup brushes in. <laughs> I was like, that's what they're fucking for. That's what? what? <laughs> this is not a hack. And I feel like I've seen that in a lot of different forms. Yeah. And it makes me angry. Totally. Don't Try to tell me that you're, like, opening my world up to something that is commonplace. I don't need to be gaslit. Right. Yeah. Today.
0: Don't mansplain Tupperware to me. <laughs> not today. What the hell else would it be for? I know. I love it. That is a great one that I have not put thought to. Thank you. Good job. Okay. Hate it. Hate it. They're dead to me. There's so much content out
1: there now, and we're part of it. We're part of the problem I recognize. Oh. And will continue to be. Right. Like, there's no getting rid of us, that's for sure. But... I like our content, and I don't like a lot of the other content that's happening. I feel like people are trying to create something out of nothing a lot of the times, and that's one of those examples. Sure, you know and I, mean? I was
0: going to say specifically, there's certain phrases like on social media that are, it's not clickbaity, but it's just more attention grabbing. To say you have a hack, it implies yes. that it implies an immediate problem the viewer has that only you have a solution for. That's correct. That's So that's why people do the hack.
1: Yeah, thing. you're correct. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. But then when it's unsatisfying on the other side of it...
0: No, I'm not defending it. No, I'm I am saying know. you don't have a good idea. So but that's the problem. It's like they got your
1: attention because they said hack. That's and you're like, like, oh, okay, well, I'm in. Right. And then you watch the whole video, which is exactly what they wanted. And you didn't get anything out of it. It's just... It's just a nightmare it's and it's wild. just what happens every night as I'm falling asleep when yeah. <laughs> I'm scrolling reels for two they hours. They really
0: do be getting me. It's crazy how often I watch something and I'm like, bang, they got me again. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> really thought there was going to be, they said there was going to be something at the end of there and I can't believe the stranger on the internet lied to me about me being know. something at the end. I trusted
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your petty complaint.
0: Um, I don't know how interesting this is, but I am going to make everyone listen to it. I have a genuine, it's a pet peeve. I think a pet peeve is, like, I would like to take action against it more than a petty complaint. Like, I would like to end it. Which is um, when you're in the gym, working out in the gym, people are working out in the gym, other people in the gym are working out, right? We're Mm -hmm. in the gym. Mm -hmm. And then you're, like, going to exit, and maybe there's, like, stairs that you have to go up or down in order to exit or some ramp or, like, somewhere where it's, like, you got to be single file and, you know, if there's someone in front of you, you, like, can't cross in front of them. And fuckers have just busted ass on the treadmill or pumping iron, or whatever they've done, and then they walk at a fucking snail's pace mm. on the stairs out of the gym. First of all, I don't walk slowly anywhere. Second of all, I something annoys me when it's a single file thing and I can't pass you, it's unacceptable at any time. It's, like, offensive to me when people walk slowly on, this, on the sidewalk in the street, but at least then you can circumvent them. Mm. But something in the gym makes me so much more annoyed about, like... Couldn't you just like continue the hustle for ten more seconds? Push it a little
1: bit longer. Push
0: it a little bit longer, you fucking pussy. Like I I literally <laughs> it makes me so mad at them and it it and I I I wish them unhealth.
1: Right. I wish
0: them less health because of it.
1: They are getting less health whatever, as opposed to if they hustled yeah, a little more.
0: Whatever you just like mustered up out of energy to like run your three miles on the treadmill or like whatever you just did, I hope you don't get any returns on it. because you can't fucking walk out the stairs at a normal pace
1: i feel that i both agree and i feel attacked okay i'm probably one of those Both things can be true well actually i will say the gym i go to now maybe this is why i like it so much there's no stairs anywhere yeah no stairs to be seen thank god so i don't have to deal with that when i first moved to chicago though a little bit related but tangential when i first moved to chicago i lived in a three-story walk-up on the top floor so I would go, and I was doing Orange Theory at the time, because I was going through a breakup and not eating and working out all the time. Hot. It was hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was, trust the, me. Yeah, the You can scroll back on my Instagram and see the pics. It was hot.
0: Okay, wait, we don't endorse. <laughs> You're right. I don't want to say uh, That was really bad. Um, should we not say that?
1: No, I think we should leave this in, because I think it's a genuine vulnerable moment.
0: Yeah. I keep looking at your boobs. Which is my vulnerable moment. Eikes. I keep looking at your vulnerable moments. <laughs>
1: We don't endorse, but that happens sometimes. And it's very human to-
0: Also think that way. Enjoy,
1: yeah, to like enjoy that you're losing weight in those depressed moments and also be like, this is really unhealthy and that's not the way it should be. So I'm a lot happier now than I was then. And that's the point of life. okay. All I'm saying is I was going to Orange Theory a lot and I lived in a three-story walk-up. So I would get back to my apartment from Orange Theory and have to climb up the
0: stairs. That's brutal. But also it's it's different because I'm not still in the gym. You're not still in the gym. There's more separation. It's also several flights of stairs. Yeah. I think it's something about like you're still in the gym and it's like a 10 second climb and you're like holding up people trying to get out of the gym and it just makes me disrespect you as an athlete, as a person. As a friend. As a lover. I was going to (laughs) say as a friend. I fucking hate you as an enemy. I get it. I do get it. I hate it. I just can't say
1: definitively like, yes, 100% sign off on this because if we ever go to the gym together and yeah. that's the setup, like, I can't make any promises.
0: I'm trying to think. I Depending a, on
1: the class you take me to. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Right. We've had requests to do workouts together. Have we? Someone requested oh, that we film did a workout together Oh, someone did say, like, something. do one of these. With, I would love to. It would be so much fun. I've
1: been wanting to talk about this for a while.
0: Okay.
1: It was a DM that we got a while ago, actually. Where someone asked I'm our opinion. Stressed. Stressed. It's a really good question. Oh, okay. Our opinion on how was it phrased? It's like, uh, my hair. Our take on attending every event your partner goes to with them.
0: I did see that one. Yep. Good question.
1: Yeah. Like, is there a requirement to always go together to something? Or if there isn't, which I don't think there is, how do you say no? How do you get out of it? What's the balance? What's it like when one person's, like, maybe more social and outgoing and extroverted and wants to be out a lot more than the other person? How does the in- more introverted person say no versus when do they have to, like, you know, bite the bullet and just agree? Yeah. Like, what I, – I know it looks different all the time, but what's your take, oh, high level?
0: I feel like I have very strong opinions. As someone, first, like, do you have to go everything together? I fucking hope you don't. I fucking <laughs> hope you have independent lives. Yeah. Um, as someone who's been in very codependent relationships, it just like, obviously it's not healthy to be joined at the hip. It fucks over almost everybody eventually. We'll do it long enough. It pretty much fucks you over. Also, in addition to that, it's, it's like hot to... To be able to like miss your partner sometimes, and to wonder what they were up to for the day. I don't know. I've seen some breakdowns before. Just being, it's like equally important to intentionally spend time with your partner. To intentionally spend time. Together with each other's worlds and to intentionally spend time apart in your own worlds. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a, there's some kind of ratio. It's probably different for everyone of all three of those. And just solo time, I feel mm-hmm. like is the fourth piece. But I, I guess I can't like prescribe that to everyone, but I don't know who, like, I, I just, I don't think I've seen couples that weren't, that were attached at the hip ever that I was like, that looks fun, healthy. Yeah. No, it just, it just seems, Fucking terrible. And it also just feels so unsexy to me. Totally. It feels so like I think No more mystery. Feels so fucking unsexy. Yeah. And um I felt
1: from this person's message that they were like maybe in a situation where their partner gets upset when they say no. Yeah,
0: that's what it sounds like.
1: Right? And that's where for me, I would need more information, obviously, for this specific person, but in a general sense, like if your partner has a problem with the fact that you're sometimes saying no to going to like hang out with their friends with them or, you know, go do a hobby with them or whatever it is, like, and and you're asking this question, then there probably is an imbalance and it's probably not a situation that's working for you. So yeah, you probably, I don't know, you should talk about it and see what each other's expectations are and if they don't line up, like, maybe it's not the right relationship or maybe people need to change their expectations. I don't think that there should ever be an expectation that you're like... Showing up to everything together. I don't think either of you should want that. I think if somebody does want that, it's coming from like a deeper.
0: Control thing. Control
1: thing, insecurity thing. Like I definitely used to be that way more when I was young. And saw how bad it gets. You know, saw how much it actually drives you apart instead of together. Yeah. And now it's just so, um, yeah, unappealing to me to think of a relationship being that way
0: it, it actually makes me feel icky kind yeah. of um and i have a friend recently who was sharing how she is really a homebody and her boyfriend is super extroverted and more social and she i was talking to both of them together mm. and they seem to have a very lovely relationship and she was saying how like he invites her out basically most of the time he goes out saying she's welcome, he'd like her to come if she wants to, knowing also that she is more of a homebody. And she goes, she like accepts the invitation maybe 5% of the time. Mm. And he was like, yep, that's correct. And like he extends the invitation and he's fine, respects the fact and the reasons of why she usually says no. And sometimes she comes. And it was really nice to listen to. I was literally speaking to both of them about it. And you could just tell that there was understanding about like, one of us is more of a homebody. One of us is more social. I would like you to join. You're always welcome. And I'm not going to get mad when you don't. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like, it was really nice to hear them talk about it. And I've also on the other, been on the other end of things where um, one of my exes never invited me to anything. Never wanted me to come anywhere with him. Mm. And that was that was really hurtful because he was always trying to, I felt like he was always trying to keep me at arm's distance and, like, keep me away from people. And so that became a fight because I was, like, in his head. He was like, you can't come everywhere with me. I was like, I don't come anywhere Anywhere. with you. Yeah. So two different ends of the spectrum. But I feel like, I think you're right. Like, if there's a mismatch somewhere, you will have mismatches in whether it's an extroversion, socializing, a, co- a hobby, whatever it is, um is, you're just not going to be with someone who's like a match on 100% of things. Yeah. But you communicate about it theoretically, I guess, and like try to understand why. And also like you take some losses. Like maybe you don't end up in a place, I guess communicating doesn't necessarily mean you end up in a place where you're both happy mm. with the fact that she doesn't like to, to socialize as much, but you just like accept that is... That's not a thing I get in this relationship, maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it depends on how important it is to you. Like, if that's really a number one most important thing, you really want a partner that's going to go out with you all the time and be at every single social event and, like, be a part of your group of friends and never miss anything, I would ask you a lot of questions about why that is. But if you're, like, set and that's what you want, then you're probably not a good match for somebody who's more of a homebody and more introverted, and that's just something you have to deal with. But I think a lot of times – a dynamic between a more outgoing extroverted social person and a more homebody introverted person is like a nice balance. That's what my relationship is like. Mm. Like I'm the outgoing extroverted social one and my boyfriend has a much um, shorter social battery. Like he he likes to be around people. He can chat with people and have a good time but it's like a couple hours is going to be enough for him whereas like I'll go 10 hours. Like try me. And so we've found (laughs) ways where it's like okay – Join us late or leave early or don't come this time. But this one, this time in two weeks is actually really important to me. So if you could prioritize that one and things like that, where like you just have to talk about it. And then by the same token, it's also like a nice refreshing thing for me to have someone that like grounds me a little more and encourages me like if it's a Wednesday, do we have to go out for Margs and meet up with people? We can. Or I could go alone if he didn't want to. Or... We can make them at home and chill out and watch love island and like that's also a welcome energy for me like the balance is helpful sometimes but you have to yeah you have to really communicate about it you have to say this one time's important to me you're gonna be there or this one you're invited i think that's really nice what you said about your friend like he always invites her even if five percent of the time, is all she's going to say yes to.
0: Yeah.
1: I think always knowing there's an open invite is like a healthy, nice thing in the... Not always. Well, I mean, if I it's mean, a one-on-one I
0: feel like with your also, best friend, maybe not. But I feel like, like there's also times where it's important to be like, no, you don't come to this. Right. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. to
1: the, like the the social gatherings where like everybody's getting together and partners are coming and whatever. Like it's nice to know that you're invited to be there um, <clears throat> so that you avoid what you described happened in your relationship where, like, you were never included. I don't know. It's different for everyone. Yeah. But, yeah, that that DM has been on my mind, I guess. I wanted to just have a quick conversation about it because I feel like it's something that people run into and, like, I don't know. Our, our answer to it is not revolutionary, but maybe it's helpful for someone to hear.
0: I feel like it was, um, well, at first I really like what you said about pri- if, you, if you're the Jess, that you prioritize, okay, but I would really like you to come to this thing if you can. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that sounds like great advice to me. And uh, it, it actually kind of all was a little mind-blowing when I first heard it. I think coming out of my last relationship and it was in COVID and like so many couples in COVID, like we were seeing each other way too much, but it was low quality because we were just at home and together and alone together all the fucking time. And then I was living in Ohio. I like did not have a social circle. I could not make a fucking friend. And he would go out and do something socially and then I would just like be stuck at home and he would also never invite me out. Whatever. Mm. I'm not trying to shit on this guy. It was just like a bad situation for everybody. And there was all this time together but it was so low quality because we weren't really getting correct solo time. We weren't both getting correct solo friend time. We weren't both getting like time together with each other's Friends, And it was like, it was like, we were missing, we were just getting time together, the two of us. And it was like, that's like one out of four dynamics that you need, Mm -hmm. I feel like. I agree. And so when I heard it spelled out that way, I was like, wow, yeah, I've been getting maybe like less than, I don't know. Yeah. It was bad.
1: It's, it's what fills your cup, right? And like, you do need a mix of all those things. And yeah, the ratio is different for everyone, but, um.
0: What do you, what do you feel like your ratio is? Oh, I've been
1: trying to figure it out because I do think it's been changing. Um, Like just as I get older and I've talked about this so much on the podcast, like energy is less and time is less and like the way that I prioritize things in my life is changing. But I feel like I I do get energy from being around people and sometimes if I'm not around people for too long, I like forget that that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And then like the first time that I go out, and see people again, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking duh, that's why I've been depressed for the last two weeks because I've just been in my apartment, yeah. like in my little hole. Um, so it's something I have to be pretty intentional about because it's not like in college where you were seeing people all the time and always getting that fix or like even in my 20s, I feel like I, it was just natural that I was doing things with people all the time. Um, so I don't know. My ratios, I feel like, hmm, I need one night a week of alone time. All I need is one night. Make it six. Yeah. yeah. I need one night. I, and it needs to be good. It needs to be like fucking good. I'm, I have no commitments. You know, if I'm alone in my apartment, but I'm giving notes on the podcast edit, that doesn't count. Let's work. So I need one night of like good alone time where I'm not doing anything um, a week. I need like two, one to two nights of me and my partner, just us, in a week. Um, probably more than that. Yeah, that's a lie. I need two to three of that. <laughs> um, I need one to two of me and my friends and then like partner plus friends, maybe like every other week or something or mm. like a few times a month because that's also harder to coordinate um mm-hmm. but it feels good whenever it happens like, a couple weekends ago, and it was so spontaneous. You know how we've been, like, talking about craving spontaneity and cra- craving group hangs? It just so happened that this one Saturday two weeks ago, like, all of my friends were going to the same thing, this, like, uh, block party that one of our favorite bars in Chicago was hosting. But we didn't know that each other were going to it until that day we texted and we were like, what are you guys doing today? I'm going to be at the Parsons block party. And everyone was like, oh, I'm going to be at the Parsons block party. Aww. Oh, I'm going to be – and so, like, my boyfriend and I showed up. My best friend was always, already there with two other friends. Nice. Our two other friends came, and it was like the most glorious, glorious thing. And that'll like keep me going. Okay. The energy I got from that will keep me going for a while. Like She's it was wound up. It was beautiful. So um, anyway, I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What's yeah. yours?
0: Um, uh, that's a good question. I don't have a lot of answers. I, I don't think I'm getting any of this, but I'd <laughs> probably, uh, I probably, I want to say like three nights alone a week but I I don't think I've gotten that in like like two years it doesn't happen it doesn't happen like when you're
1: not because you're working probably a lot of those nights
0: um a lot of social stuff actually trying to keep up with people and I feel like if I don't yeah fill up the nights then I'm like out of touch with someone or I'm slacking on something or like yeah, it's and it's people I want to see. Right, but that's why I got tired of so many like one-on-one things because I was like I want to see these people, but I'm just getting no time alone. Mm. Um, now I'm probably getting like one night alone, maybe, maybe a week, yeah. maybe. But but it's good. And then I am seeing someone pretty seriously, which uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Am I saying it? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I did say
1: it. I You're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of nights of partner time. Yeah I think right now. Cause especially at the beginning. And it's I think
0: like, I found that I needed I think my max is three. It's been it's been more than that some weeks, or like almost more than that, and then I needed to like and then I, I did end up canceling. Like even yeah. though I really wanted to see him again, I was like, I'm I'm running it's not even that I, it, yeah, and it wasn't about not wanting to see him. I really wanted to see him. Like, I'm ab- kind of obsessed with this person right now. Totally. Like, that's the phase I'm in. But I just needed to, like, go recenter on the other things in my life. It was like, my friend, I was having meltdown, and my, Tessa, my friend Tessa, was like, I "Want don't you recenter in your life? And that's exactly what I needed. And then social, if I can have, like, three quality social hangs with friends in a week, that's enough for me. Yeah. I'm... Um, I feel like it's often more than that each week. It's That's usually easy, more, but it's not you all necessarily quality. quality. Sometimes it's rushed or sometimes it's the catch up and sometimes whatever. I mean, quality is like, I don't know exactly what I mean by that, but. Yeah. You know, you, you do can't s- guarantee quality. You do some social things just to like as maintenance. Right. Because you're like, I love you. I want to see you. I don't want to neglect you. But it doesn't mean you're energized, but it doesn't mean you're both energized and like in the same thing at the same moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I do feel like what you just mentioned about what Tessa told you is, like, spot on. You do have to – it's a constant, like, reshuffling. Yeah, recalibrating of, like, okay, am I getting the right mix of things? Am I having enough time alone to myself, alone, separate from my partner? Because it's so easy to just be like, oh, let's spend all the time together because I love you. I'm obsessed with you, whatever. And, like – it's fun, but then by, I don't know, by a certain night, it's not that you aren't happy to be with them, but it's just like, I don't have anything to talk about anymore. Totally. The I'm excitement's
0: like, not there anymore. The excitement, like, I feel like for me, I'm like so in the throes of excitement right yeah. now. that like The excitement doesn't go away. I could just like sit around and let's just and stare look at each, each other. other. Let's just yeah. stare at each other. But I'm not as full of a person at that point. And I definitely, I do think, um, I remember girlfriends being pretty bitchy honestly, when we were all younger and college-aged and stuff, when someone would get a boyfriend and, like, be spending all their time with them or mm-hmm. get a girlfriend, whatever, and be spending all their time obsessively with them and people were so bitchy about it. How can you be so bitchy about, like, it, but but the person who's bitching about it, they would do the same thing when their time came around. 100%. It's just that you're not going through it right now. So, like, yeah, it's kind of fucking annoying and literally every human does it yeah. when they fall in love. Um. So stop fucking bitching about it. Like, yeah, maybe you see her. I don't know. I'm, like... I'm letting myself off the hook. Like I'm getting a little um, obsessive because I think that's what happens when you yeah. are falling in love and um, I annoy myself sometimes and I do things to make sure I'm not dropping everything else in my life. But I'm, I'm like a little consumed by something and that's kind of how it fucking works. And guess what? Like falling in love is so fucking rare. Yeah. How dare you like shove it off to just like go like... Have a more balanced work week? Fuck no. that. It might never happen in your life. It might yeah. happen once. It might happen twice. It might never happen to me again. Totally. And so I'm fucking enjoying it. I love that
1: you say that because I, I could not agree more, but I also am so hard on myself about that stuff because totally. I remember like through high school and my 20s, I was, I had my first boyfriend when I was 23. Like I was a late bloomer I was always the single friend. And it never really, like, bothered me, really. I was just like, oh, it's not really a focus. I'm not really, like, trying to date people. Um, for whatever reason, that's the way I was growing up and in through college. And I always felt like I would notice the friends who would get into relationships, like, kind of disappearing, kind of getting obsessed. It never really was something, I'd, I, at least not outwardly, that I was like – Getting mad at someone about. I mean, it,
0: I don't think it's my place. It is annoying and it is but disappointing. It is, sure, and I will feel annoyed too. But it's it's one thing to have the feeling, and it's another to take it out on someone. Like, yeah. you should choose me, your friend, who you're gonna see every fucking day forever, over the like the one like time love. that you
1: found th- this person that, that you're falling in love with. Yeah,
0: it's totally annoying. I'm not saying it's not annoying.
1: Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I I would feel that annoyance, and I think it's really normal to feel that annoyance. But I also like was smart enough, I guess to be like I'm not going to put this on them like whatever they're, they're enjoying it. Um but now that I'm older and I've had relationships and I've dated and I've been that person, I am really hard on myself when I see myself doing it. Like I want to be the person that still doesn't let anything slip, doesn't doesn't choose the boy over the friends, doesn't doesn't invite the boyfriend to the girls' night. Uh, and like misread the room and like do something like that, like whatever. And yes, those things are annoying sometimes. And yes, they happen sometimes. And yes, everybody moves on and whatever. It's like yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: You just you need to get a perfect score. You got to do it. You correct. You, you want to be the person who falls in love perfectly. Yes. And does and it perfectly. And maintains the friendships
1: perfectly. And, and, and gets and a good And has grade. the balance perfectly. And has my job perfectly. It's and fucked. does the thing. exactly. It's but I put that pressure on myself, and I I think it's probably a common thing because we all. I don't know. We've all like seen somebody do it in a way that bothered us. So then we don't want to be the person that yeah. does
0: that. But I love that you just say straight out, like let's fucking free ourselves of this. I mean, <laughs> when I say it, I'm not. it's not something that I'm not struggling with. I yeah. also feel that stress a lot. And there's things that like, I told you before we started recording, I was like, I've disappeared over the last like two weeks. And next week I need to be like more present in my life. Mm. Like I'm, I'm like taking the temperature of like, how I'm showing up places and, okay, I need to put more intentional time. I need to text that person. Yeah. I need to call that person. I need to see this person. Um, I'm not just like shoving everything off to the side. Uh, but I think I'm just giving what I – the statement I made is ultimately what I believe. Even if I i can't feel confident in it in every second, I right. do ultimately believe that. And you know you fall in love for a short period of time, and then you kind of get over it, and then your everyone goes back to a more balanced life. Like there's plenty of time to fucking bounce life and see your friends again. It's fine. Yes. And like I don't know the important people. I think it comes back to like my priority people. I'm still maintaining with my priority people. Yep. And in this moment, I'm getting a lot of fulfillment from having like a really delightful time with a new person, um, but I don't want to lose the fulfillment of my long-term, substantial friendships of my work, of caring about my videos, of seeing my family, um, the ratios are just, like, a little different right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's not just about what friendships are going to – what friends are going to perceive is happening and, how you know. It, it's it's much I, bigger than that. It's like
0: – I mean, if – I at this age, I really do feel like – I think there's a degree that a mature, mature people yes. need to understand that like, it's okay, you saw them one less time. Right. One less time. Like if they really they don't didn't get that. They come to that
1: thing. If,
0: if you, if they really don't get that, they're fucking immature narcissists. Totally.
1: Well, I actually said to friends just the other day, like a friend sent a text like, oh, what are you guys doing later? Do you want to go to this thing? Whatever. And my boyfriend and I had planned that night, like we we're going to have alone time. It's like been a minute since we've been able to kind of just reconnect the two of us whatever and i felt very comfortable and confident to send a text that was like hey we're actually planning on just like one-on-one time tonight like this sounds great i I would have loved to come and bring him like a different time but that's the plan Mm -hmm. and i felt very good about like where i've gotten to in my life as an adult who like can communicate that to friends a plus communication bitch right which, like, I don't owe them anything. I could have just said, no, I, I'm not coming tonight. But it's, like, my closest friends who I honestly wanted to communicate that to because I want to set a tone of, like, these things are okay. We can share them. Like, that's my priority tonight, and I want you to know. And it's, like, okay that that's the way it is. I don't know. It, it felt like a good growth. Nice. Milestone in this type of, yeah,
0: Sounds category. as fuck, bitch.
1: Thanks. I love saying – I love being able to tell people – like, hey, I can't come because I'm just having a night alone. Means- I can't come because I'm just unwinding tonight. Because like,
0: I need something else. That's allowed. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I want to really, I think like that was so hard to say five years yeah. ago. As opposed
0: to <laughs> the only thing that was acceptable was saying like, well, I have another obligation, mm-hmm. so I have to go to that. As opposed, yeah, it, it is still hard. I find that very hard. I feel like there's very few friends I feel comfortable doing it with still. Um, it's a new thing to be able to be like, I just want to cancel.
1: Yep. <laughs> I just don't. It's not about you. but I need to stay home Please, and do nothing.
0: I have an appointment to stare at the wall tonight. Right. I, oh, that's so many nights. It's going to be the best. I literally have to look at the wall. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's my obligation. And I'm going
1: to be better. It's. It just always comes back to like, I don't know. I'm probably not going to be a good friend to hang out with tonight if, because I don't have this thing that I need, which is like alone time to unwind and decompress and stare at the wall. Low quality. I'll be a better friend next week after I've gotten a chance to do that. Eh, And we'll have a better dinner.
0: Sometimes I'm worse after I look at the wall. (laughs) That's true. I'm like, oh, what are my notes for the podcast? I
1: got nothing. (laughs) I don't know if I've referenced this before, but I'm really bad at idioms. Like, really bad at them. And I blame it on the fact that my parents are foreign and, like, they just, they're fluent in English. They know three languages, but you don't learn the idioms and you don't master them. And I often, like, conflate different idioms, like, mix two together
0: when I'm looking
1: for the one that I need. That's
0: an adorable quirk to me, that you're just not good at idioms. Thank you! I know,
1: because I'm good at words and, like... I, I'm good at speaking, I'm good at communicating, I'm good at describing what I'm feeling, but just, I I, I can do it with thinking. real words, yeah. not with, like, little turns of phrase that are crazy. Okay, so the other day, I was looking for an idiom, and I couldn't figure it out, and I ended up saying, falling on my side with my sword in my side. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for... Falling on my sword? Is (laughs) that what it was? With my sword. And I was like, you know the one that's like, you're falling on your side, but there's a sword, there's a sword, and it's in your side. (laughs) That's cute. And, uh that's really it. I just thought that was cute and funny and I want to be cute and funny. You <laughs> are cute and funny. I shared it. That's
0: what you are. I self-reported that I'm cute and I'm funny. Just an update. Still yeah. am. My little sister was over here earlier and she was also commenting that you're cute. No way. Yeah she really did. I was just
1: talking about her because I was home with my mom and uh she just got a puppy, Julia. Julia just got a puppy. Caroline's little sister just got a puppy. Oh and my God. I of course showed my mom it's The pictures of this puppy.
0: It's obscene. It can't be allowed to live.
1: Oh my It's obscene. God. First of all,
0: it's even smaller in person than it looks in the photo. I
1: believe it. Because our, our dog. It's ridiculous. Was that small when Caitlin got him. Yeah. He, he was like two pounds. Yeah. It was crazy. She
0: is a breeze. Yeah. She's barely a breeze. Oh, so cute. Yeah. So I was
1: telling my mom that and showing her pictures and stuff and we were reminiscing about when our dog was that small. He's still like, he's like 12 pounds. He's a really small dog. Okay, But, um, and then my mom was like, oh, I remember that Julia (laughs) commented on this window that's above our kitchen sink.
0: Like as a child? As a
1: child. So.
0: Like a five-year-old or something? Yes, literally. Okay.
1: Like I hosted at my parents' house a pre-dinner before a dance that Everybody came over, and like I think your mom came over to help my mom, like a middle school with dance some of the setup, high... like winter ball, I think, like sophomore year okay, okay. of high school. And so Julia came with your mom, and yeah, commented that oh they have a window above their kitchen sink that means they're rich. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? My mom remembered that, and I was like, that's so funny. And then I remember, and then it made me think about all the things that you thought when you were a kid meant like oh they they have it made
0: that's so funny like also, an ice
1: machine in the fridge was like yeah. a big one when i was a kid i was like oh when i have that i'm gonna be for me it was made
0: this is kind of still true for me but i'm like when i have a a car with a butt heater seat butt seat heater i have one of those <laughs> those are millionaires wow in- i have one of those what i
1: don't have is actually what what i think takes that up a notch which is the ones that you can turn cold they have those. The
0: fuck? Why would They I like even,
1: blow a fan up your butt.
0: Why would I have an icy tush? If you have a hot butt. Never. I cold. do. <laughs> your butt's cold? Yeah. I actually... The spoiler is that I do have a car with butt heaters. Okay. And... <laughs> so she's a millionaire. I'm a millionaire, <laughs> I guess. Surprise. Uh, I was like... I. That's why I stopped in the middle of saying that. I was like, oh, I guess I have a treat. I've achieved my only lifelong dream. Yeah, that's it. But the seat heaters are on in the summer, even. You're kidding. I just like how it feels. I feel like I, I generate like- the most
1: heat... From my butt, like it is a problem sleeping at night with my boyfriend, because, yeah, the heat, like if you're spooning right, and the butt's generating so much heat, yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> can, can I tell you something, yeah, I was baby baby puppy sitting, your face is so scared, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. Not in the way you're expecting it's it's Um, about my hot butt (laughs) what do you have to say just hot ass just fire ass to baking no i was puppy sitting yesterday and i was so tired first of all just like getting no sleep i'm just sleepy and um took a nap in the morning with the puppy and woke up to the puppy's like hot breath in my face and i was gonna like kiss it and then i opened my eyes and it was her ass and it was like (coughs) why is your butt so hot and it was so close it was like I was stuff was like emanating from her butt.
1: Oh, I hate puppy butt.
0: And I almost kissed it. Oh, it was really close. Like I think I could feel the fur. And
1: I'm sure since she's so small, like her mouth isn't that far away, so it's all very confusing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like just a fluff ball that's like five it, it, inches you know, around.
0: If you kiss her mouth, you have to also be prepared to kiss her to ass. Kiss her ass. It
1: could be either at any given time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute yeah. though. So you got
0: a hot ass, Jess. I really do. Okay.
1: I sleep hot. I do everything hot. I'm like a, I, I run hot. I believe it. Yeah.
0: I'm a cold ass bitch. Wow.
1: Now this all makes sense. It's the warmth of the lover. Ooh, yes,
0: yeah, true. And Speaking, the ice of the hater. Yeah. Spe- spe- now. Speaking now. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting dumb. Speaking of hot things, I have proposed to Jess that we do one episode, maybe called, I think it's probably just to be like hot takes only, maybe where people, I don't know exactly what it is, you guys can maybe write in to help us craft this, but I think people will just write in and want our yes or no's or hot takes on things. Yeah. Sometimes people write in and they're like, I want your hot take on this, and then they give a very opinionated thing, and it's like, well, you already have an opinion, obviously. Right. I don't know how you could write in asking for a hot take on something you don't have any opinion on, you're probably annoyed by it, or you like it, or you love it, but... Sometimes they've, I don't know, maybe that's an annoying complaint of me.
1: Well, no, no, I get it because if that is the way it comes in, then like we're immediately biased to either agree with you or disagree with you.
0: Yes. You I know? think when I, when, if you write in with a hot take, I want it to be kind of neutrally stated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so send us DMs with hot take at the front, and then a because neutral, it'll make it easier for us. To and then scroll. a neutral
0: observation of something you have witnessed in nature.
1: Yes, it's not your hot take. It's you want a hot take from us. Yeah, yeah,
0: my podcast. So I want to do a hot takes only episode. Okay, I'm
1: pretty excited. To- no
0: substance allowed.
1: Okay, don't look at me like that. No. I, try to, I try to bring the stupidity. I I, I have brought a lot of stupidity you do. today. No,
0: you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah you brought a lot of stupid. Yeah, it's all fine. You always bring stupidity. I wasn't. that wasn't a fucking. Thank I you. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't. The the no substance allowed wasn't a dig at you. I know
1: you just looked at me, but I guess I'm the only person to look
0: yeah. at. <laughs> the whole time I got a crick in my neck, girl. Yeah. I have a really funny quote to share. Please. This isn't going to be a long bit, but I just loved it. I was watching, I referenced before this Nora Ephron documentary. Mm. And they shared, I mean, she was saying this, like, with a wink. um, But I still thought it was fucking hilarious. And she was talking about, like, failure. I think in some interview at some point, I think she had, like, a movie that flopped. And she was like, the truth is, I don't think you really learn anything from failure. All I think you learn from failure, honest to gosh, is that it's entirely possible you could have another one. Wow. And I just thought, I mean, she's a hilarious person, so she was obviously saying it like, I don't think she actually believes you don't learn anything from failure, but it was just such a funny thing, I felt like, to shit on. Everyone's like, you keep learning from failure, you keep learning. She's like, I don't think you learn anything from it, you just learn that it's... It's possible. It's possible. And it will keep happening. To fail more in your future. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I I really like
1: that. I got goosebumps. I don't know if she meant for it to be that deep, but it did something to me.
0: I feel like that was so much with hers. That it was like all at once ridiculous and hilarious and true.
1: Like thought provoking. Yeah. 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 I love that.
0: That's my. Wait, should I
1: watch that? I feel like I've been hearing people talk about it.
0: I loved it. I really loved it. Um, Yeah. It was called um, Everything is Copy. Right. Which basically is the same as I think today's version would be everything is content. Yeah. Um, and it basically copy is like what you call the sides or whatever of the script um, for a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of her, I think both her parents were screenwriters, which I didn't know. And so she was raised, everything is copy is something that her mother, also a screenwriter, used to say to her when she would... Um, have an embarrassing incident in middle school and like you slip and you fell and like every all the kids made fun of you that sucks but then you put it in the script and now it's in the script and now it's your power and now you own it everything is copy mm, even even the terrible stuff which she did they went into that so much i mean they titled the film that way i guess because she pulled from her life so much in a way that like burned a lot of relationships and pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. And like nothing was off limits. You think, I always thought of, I didn't know much about Nora Ephron except they're like, oh, love her movies. They're cute, they're fun, they're romantic, they're silly. Um, but she was like, Kind of vicious in mm. a way. The people they're interviewing, they're just like, Nora was tough. Nora was tough. Like they loved her. But that wasn't, that's wow. not what I expected people to say.
1: Yeah, not at all. It was
0: super interesting. Oh, I like it. And made me love her more. It wasn't negative in any way. Yeah. But it was just like a fuller person. And it was super interesting um, as to hear as someone who also makes stuff based on their life and it's a constant. Constant battle of like, what can I use and what can I not yeah, use? Yeah,
1: wow, that's so relevant. I feel like we're always having those conversations and they will only grow.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I'll definitely watch it. I've heard
0: a lot about it. Um, I didn't it's on HBO, maybe. Okay, okay. Is there anything else to say? Nah, dog, nah, nah, dog. This has been you've been raw dogging it with <laughs> Jess and Caroline on Not For Everyone. You can find us on Instagram, Not For Everyone Pod. I'm on YouTube under Caroline Winkler. Bitch, you see me. And Jess is on Instagram under Jay-Z DeBakey. That's me. She'd be goofing. She'd be max goofing over there.
1: I am really having a time over there. Yeah. If you If you engage with my stories, you are blessed. That's what I'll say.
0: But I said you were Max Goof and like... Oh, Max Goof! Like, like the teen. The, it went right over the my teenie, head. The teenage cartoon The teenage cartoon sexy man. That you want to <laughs> kiss. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <sighs> um, this episode has been edited by our editor, Abby Newhouse, the prince, that we're going to go see this evening. Wee. And we really like never get a kiss all together, so we're all going to kiss I together. I three-way
1: time. Three-way
0: kiss house. Then we'll come
1: back to the um, bunny rabbit vibrator (laughs) and we'll just have a nice evening
0: (laughs) that's it what else is that it that's it that's fucking it it. that's fucking it sorry you had to listen to this bye we're sorry
1: do you watch Ted Lasso
0: no I have a hot take (laughs) okay I go ahead you love it
1: Yes and,
0: I don't think it's funny at all. I hate Ted Lasso. How much
1: of it have you watched? Enough.